my recounting of my time in L.A., I think that's the fastest I've ever talked on the podcast. Yeah, it was. It really was. <laughs> <laughs> the whole time. Francis is ripping through the story. That's the quickest I've ever gotten through anything. There's so much going on in that it story. It's a crazy fucking week, dude. Yeah. Welcome back to Oops the Podcast. All right, lots to unpack here. I got something for you. Please. Julio, Julio, I don't know where you came up with that idea. Dude, this guy was a huge turkey. What is this, Japan? Which is yeah. one of the reasons why I hadn't told you about it. No, and I also just assumed you were saving it for the pod if you were going to tell me. Yeah, yeah. Which, of course you were. Oh, but. yeah. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Oops the Podcast. I'm Francis Ellis, joined by Julio Gallarati. What is happening? The king of Netflix. <laughs> Have my you guys new title, dude. heard of Netflix? <laughs> it's one-fifth of FANG, <laughs> which stands for Facebook, Apple, mm, what is it? That, what's the, the second A? It's two A's. Facebook, Apple, Amazon, Netflix, uh, and Google. Google, which are the five best-performing American tech stock companies, and Netflix is obviously one of them. And Julio, here's how featured he was by one of the five highest-performing American tech stock companies. How featured? I turned on Netflix, I logged in, and the thing he was in started playing. (laughs) That's great. It was the first thing do you understand what i'm saying yeah yeah yeah. so like the autoplay thing the very first thing pete davidson and friends it just if you know if you don't click on something netflix starts playing the first thing that you're on you start seeing the preview that's what it was yeah that's great to hear your piece i'm very happy to hear that so i watched it i watched pete's intro and then i saw my old friend big wet come on (laughs) Big Francis Wet knows Big Wet from was way back. One of my earliest friends <laughs> in New York City. I used to hang out with him all the time. Dude, that's so funny. <laughs> um, we were in an improv team together. We oh, took improv man. classes and we we're on an improv team. And I'll tell you this he was very funny. I believe it. He man. was He's a funny very guy. good at improv and was funny. I believe it, man. He had a real Chris Farley kind of vibe to him. Uh huh. Uh, now he's doing music. It's sort of this country trap genre. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's also started, I think, a sushi company. I don't know. Man of man of yeah. many. He's a man of the streets. Dude. Pursuits, hustler, Always great guy. Stuff. Uh, so he's performing the opening musical number after Pete Davidson's thing, and then I sort of skipped until until your you came on. And what a thrill! What a thrill to see our dear friend. And leader <laughs> Julio Gallarotti walk up the stairs, filmed, I think, by our other very dear friend yeah. and talented producer Chris Casso. <laughs> Chris Casso. Who was shooting the backstage, sort of behind the scenes footage, which was heavily featured and layered into this wonderful thing on Netflix, Pete Davidson and Friends. Yeah. Anytime you saw. Uh, someone coming off stage, hanging in what looked like a submarine or like a party bus <laughs> of a the green room. The downstairs area. Yeah. Uh, that was Chris shooting all that. And Netflix uh, did not credit him. So we all know 
<laughs> that it was him and keep that in your hearts and minds and know that he has a Netflix credit. And we will also be making sure to add him to the IMDb Pro page of it. So he will be credited. You're goddamn right. Uh, so, very sick. Dude. Hold on. I'm not done sorry, yet. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Don't you dare. I, I, wasn't, I wasn't transitioning. This is the Julio parade and the street is long. Okay. And the Chris parade. So you guys, so Julio comes out. Um, we all heard a little bit, but he was pretty, you were pretty sparing, I think, in the details of his, as you recounted the experience. Because in trademark, humble Julio fashion. Whereas if it had been me that had done it, it would have been a whole episode. But how, but I'm not sure what I would have said. I'm curious to hear what you have to say, because I'm not sure what there is to have been well, said. Well, first, there's so much to say. There's so much to say. The first thing is you crushed. Thank you. Did you feel like you crushed? I felt like it was good. I mean, dude, I don't know. It's one of those things where the edit is not exactly the same as what happened. Obviously, it is heavily like what that was like. But there were certainly things where like they sort of just did it like the edit changes everything a little bit. Okay. But you did two tapings, correct? Yes, yes. They both were very good. And they, did they use pieces? Could you tell which ones were from which show? No. Got it. Uh, was one show better than the other in terms of the crowd? Uh, yes, but different pieces of the different jokes were worked better in the different shows. Whereas some certain yeah, yeah. parts were consistent. But yeah, like uh, I would say that it was definitely a bit of a combo job. Mm, combo um, job a little bit of a combo job mm -hmm. i was nervous to see it because and i think maybe that maybe part of, that's part of why it wasn't carrying on much was because there was a lot of unexpected things like i was worried that i don't know like when i searched for my name on netflix yesterday and it popped up like that made me feel really good that's pretty fucking cool man i wasn't sure if that was gonna happen you know what i mean so i didn't i, I was afraid and self-conscious of the idea of overselling it yeah you know or somehow god forbid I got cut out of it somehow. So, you, you, you just never know. Well, now it's there. Now it's there. It is enduring. It is a Netflix original, which to me means they'll never take it off the platform. Right. I hope so. It's not something they have you know, the rights to. They made it. They right, own it. Right. Um, it is you for a solid, whatever, 10 to 15 minutes. It's shorter, but yeah. something like, On stage. Yeah ripping jokes performing at the peak of your powers uh you looked phenomenal thank you my Shout god am i the only one that like i don't know if you've ever looked better since i've known you thank you thank you i mean that thank you your haircut was great haircut work you looked really good. trim dude so can i tell you a secret yeah part of that i owe to the face gym i think have you ever been to the face gym? No. It just makes you like your most chiseled self you've ever been in your life. And not saying that I looked fucking chiseled, but like, I think that I, I, I thought that I looked good given how I think that I can possibly look. I'm like, given the spectrum of how I could have looked in that moment, I was afraid at how I might've looked, mm. but I went for like a really intense facial that day. And I do think it helped. Oh, it's a so facial place. I, it's kind of official, but they like kick your ass. I dude. thought it was a place where they like yeah. attached ropes to your cheeks. Dude, and it's kind of like gave that. you pieces of gum to chew on that don't break down very easily. It's it's you're not far off. It's a unique experience. The face gym. The face gym. So anyway, whatever. Like, I appreciate you saying that. I, I, I was pleased with 
overall how I looked based on how bad I know I can look. Yeah. <laughs> I was happy with the with the outcome there because if I had looked terrible, I would have really been depressed that like I had all this time to look good and I chose not to be disciplined enough or something. I thought you looked <laughs> so good that it actually hurt some of your jokes. <laughs> Like, you had a couple of about jokes about gaining weight, right. and I was like, this fucking guy, <laughs> who does he think he is? I'll show you somebody who's gained weight. You know, I don't know who it would be, but uh, I, I I, thought you, man, I just thought you, your outfit, shout out, Hill Dog. Thank you. Would you not have been able to style yourself that well? Fuck no, dude. What, did, what, what was that? I've never seen anything like that. You had your shirt tucked in. Dude. It looked really good. Thanks, man. Um, she came up with this idea. She's like, how would you feel about like a monochromatic sort of thing? And I was like, eh, I don't know. Like I would never wear that. And then seeing Schultz reinforced to me the idea when I went to see Schultz's radio city show. Thanks for the tickets. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you guys listen to the pod, you know that story. Um, but, uh, I, re I realized that you don't need to wear stuff that you actually wear for a comedy. No, no. Uh, it's nice to wear something that you're comfortable in. That's a dialed up version of something that you might actually wear. It's cool. And I was I was happy with uh with the outcome of that, which is which is funny because I got some heat yesterday from the girl with no job Instagram making fun of me for wearing the Apple Watch, which is hilarious. Yeah, what a what I, I don't really <laughs> understand this. Um but to, I get to, well, I want to get to that, but really yeah, quick. Sorry, oh, let's sorry. just close the sorry, chapter sorry, here. Sorry. No, that's okay. So the, in sum, you looked phenomenal. Thank your you. jokes crushed. Thank you. Thought your set was really tight. Thanks, man. Bro, these bros were pros. <laughs> was my favorite line, and you said that you came up with that that day. I know, I did, I did. What a ballsy thing <laughs> to just try a new a new tag on a a long bit. <laughs> in your set that day that's crazy <laughs> thank you but isn't it somehow amazing it's sort of like the homework effect of leaving it to the last minute right right the pressure just creates uh greatness sometimes i mean thanks i'm glad you like that one i was hoping to squeeze that in uh and i had taped it without saying that i think the first show so i was like i'm gonna say it the second show and if it bombs like it doesn't matter they'll just cut it nice granted i know you re you run the risk of killing the momentum of the joke but i don't know Whatever. No, I thought that was great. I thought the weight stuff, the Falcon thing. Uh, I watched it twice. I watched it once by myself in the middle of the day. And then I watched it again with Sierra at in the evening. She sent me a very nice text. I appreciate the, the nice text from you guys. It was cool, man. It was a really cool thing to see. Just so much pride in you. <laughs> Thanks, Major man. win for the pod. Good win for the pod. Win for the team. Chris being involved, really nice shots. Bringing it home. What a cool thing. You know, there's a s quick moment where Machine Gun Kelly is telling Pete Davidson something and you're there and you're like, that's whack or something. I do. That's whack, bro. I don't even remember what they were talking about, but I was like, that's cool. That's a They cool were talking thing. about backhanded compliments, which was a funny conversation. Huh. But the idea of somebody coming up to you and being like, Yo, bro, my friends don't like you, but I tell them that they're wrong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is a funny Yeah, I, I, I've gotten that before. <laughs> don't listen to what everyone else is saying, dude. You're doing great. It's like, what? what, what? <laughs> yeah, like, what are these... I didn't know anyone else was saying anything. <laughs> what do you mean? That's so funny. So go watch Pete Davidson and Friends on Netflix. It's worth watching the whole thing. I, I, I haven't watched some of the other comedians yet we know carly aquilino nico white mm -hmm. obviously a lot of friends 
people who have been on the pod before. Yeah. Who else had a really good set, would you say? You know? Um, yeah, man. I mean, it seemed like everybody did well. It's it's one of those things where um, there's there's something for everybody. It's a really nicely curated group in the sense that it's like a pretty random group. It's almost as if like if if any of us were on the road, there wouldn't be like a shit ton of ticket overlap for anybody. Mm. You know what I mean? It's one of those kind of things where it was like very clearly like Pete, these are actually Pete's friends because cool. of how like eclectic of a little group it was. Yeah. Uh, and you know, it seemed like everybody did pretty well, man, you know, um, different styles, different kinds of things going on. Cool. You know, cool. You know, I was, uh, I thought it was pretty good guys. If you're thinking about starting a podcast, fill in the blanks here. If I were in a concert right now and I said, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, I'd then turn the microphone to all of you sitting in the stadium and you would all yell anchor anchor. And then you'd say, go to anchor.fm to download the software where you could host your very own podcast, see all the best analytics. You could see it in a way that was really user-friendly and nice and not too technical and industry jargony. It's a way that any person can look at it and be like, ooh, that's pretty. And also it's our podcast. And you, there's no minimum listenership required to advertise and monetize. So you can immediately have ads when you hit the ground running. It's really exciting, really spectacular. If you want to start your very own podcast, anchor.fm, download it now. Awesome. All right. So that's that. Now, um, once it dropped, (laughs) people were posting, you know, it's going everywhere. Mm. And out of nowhere, (laughs) girl with no job, who is, who is she? She's one of the kind of like meme page pioneers in a way. She's been around since like the fuck Jerry era, like led. She was one of like the leaders of that whole thing. Is she from Betches? I don't actually know. Ryan, can we do a little background check on Girl with No Job? Um, I know she's huge. She's huge. I think she I think she's like a bit of a like maker fun of things and people. Mm. Um I think mm. it's dude, I thought that her zinger was like very funny. Making fun of the Apple Watch is a funny thing to be doing. What it why what is the issue with the Apple Watch? Do people not like Apple Watches? I think it's kind of become sort of like a dadly accessory, like a nerdy a nerdy sort of thing. You have been a an Apple Watch disciple I love for a it, long yeah. time. I'm a big Apple Watch person, yeah. My mom uses it all the time and takes calls from it, which drives me crazy. <laughs> My dad loves that feature too. I don't like it so much. Um so okay, you wore your Apple Watch on stage. I didn't even notice it. She somehow found this, took a screenshot, and <laughs> started murdering me. Posted it and said, Let's "You know, see, should we pull it up?" What she said. Yeah, pull up what she said. I think it's still. It might still be on her fucking page. Well, it's funny because she her post. Oh, did your Apple Watch go off during your set? Really? Is uh, that what what happened? Really? And that's why she commented on that. Oh, Siri, I thought she Siri, just didn't dude. like it as an accessory. Well, then uh, that actually is off, pretty funny. For, uh, trying to watch this guy's Apple Watch is so distracting. It was going off. How much? Was Siri listening to me? Oh, shit, dude. So maybe she's right. <laughs> Unbelievable. Airplane mode, bro. I can't believe you didn't know that. I had no idea. Um, Chris, can we like get some... All right, whatever. So what was happening on the Apple Watch? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> this is insane. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> yeah, so your Apple Watch was, like, going off during it. 
Oh, so what was happening? Yeah. <laughs> 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 okay, Ryan's pulling up the footage. Exhibit A. Hello. Okay. Wow, that's um, just yeah, very your Apple perceptive. Watch was just like going off. Just like doing the little circle Siri thing, I think, or something. Oh, I, I saw it lighting up. Oh god, fucking Siri, dude! Like, if I go, "Hey Siri," it doesn't work. I've that just didn't work. But occasionally during the pod, it'll oh, it be happening all, for yes. like yes. an hour. It's typing out your whole yeah, sentence. Doing a manuscript like of everything I've ever said. Send this to the face. Well, it doesn't. It 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 does speak to the fact that this woman uh, is incredibly perceptive. Yeah, this is why she's a girl with no job. I was gonna say no, but like a girl with no job, and that's her job. Right. Did you just see me the Apple Watch going off? Okay, we're watching for the watch. Oh wow. Oh, what's happening there? Siri Siri has been activated. What the fuck? I don't dude? see I don't see a whole lot of craziness happening on the watch. Isn't yeah. that just the watch feature of the watch? Mm, I can't tell. What's on there? It's like the it's the orb that's like that's wild. Because you Ima dude imagine if they cut me because of that like you never know like it's an apple symbol and therefore they just yeah. have to cut me out of the thing or a nude came up <laughs> can you get nudes on your apple watch you can yeah. you can get photos on your yeah. apple watch they'll pop they'll ping and pop up yeah damn nice job um, julio <laughs> well it's funny that we both thought she was just shitting on the product so this is what happened. She goes, I'm trying to watch Pete Davidson's new Netflix comedy show, but this guy's Apple Watch is so distracting. Take it off. You're filming for Netflix. This is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Funny. So then apparently people thought that she meant that I was Pete Davidson. And I know they're like, shout out to all the oops people who like messaged her. I know that a lot of that was happening. Um, and then she goes, guys, oh my God, I know this isn't Pete Davidson. I'm not a moron. <laughs> <laughs> this is another comic who was a part of the special. And Apple Watch aside, he was very funny. Thank you, girl with no job. Yeah, but I'm a fan of yours. If there's ever been an opportunity to tag somebody. Oh, I know. Hit me with the tag, girl. It's right there. That would have that would have like changed my life. It's not <laughs> just saying like it's not Pete Davidson. I know. And not even saying your name. Everybody else would then say it's Julio this you know at or at your handle right so then clearly that's gonna get back to me i dm'd her oh you did <laughs> <laughs> and i wrote hi there the gent in the comedy special <laughs> is julio gallerati and i made sure to spell it correctly thank you francis i said you're great to try to butter her up a I little i love it would be amazing if you tagged him. Sorry to be that guy. He's just a wonderful person. Oh, and this man. was a big deal and he deserves to be seen. I give you a big hug right now if it didn't fuck up the podcast room. And she did not <laughs> open the message. <sighs> and I thought if ever there was an opportunity to utilize my blue check mark. Oh yeah, seriously. This would have been the time. To, I was thinking that. To have her actually see or care about the DM I sent. So I, yeah, I was thinking that cause I, I like tagged her in a reply saying that like I'm in my thirties, which is why I have the Apple watch on. I didn't realize it was being distracting during the thing. You're yeah. right. Girl with no job. But, uh, yeah, I was like, she's not going to see this cause I'm not verified, but Fran but like, yeah, dude, good, good thought. Yeah. No luck. We did our best. We did our best. <laughs> Maybe we should try to get her on the podcast. Yeah, we should. She's, she's a 
you know. She's a big deal, dude. That's fish. so fucking funny. Oh my God. Um, all right. So that's funny. Francis, I got back from a very long travel day, which I have not even not yet even covered yet on the podcast, mm. but I look forward to it. But we had a flight back from Budapest. There's only like one very random direct flight that goes back to New York. So we did not do that. Take that one. We had to connect in Frankfurt and we're hungover as fuck and we both had middle seats. Oh, it was so bad. That's tough. Uh, but we got through it and I'll tell you what, this is sort of a weird decision, but I got home from that long, crazy thing, ready to go to bed. And guess what I did? Crack the hangover. Yeah, I bet you did, you motherfucker. <laughs> You would do something like that, you dirty bitch. <laughs> yeah. And dude, just to prove that hangobi is really an anytime beverage. That's exactly right. Um, and even though it does have some healthy, um, healthier sort of like green tea, caffeine. Yeah. A little pick me up. It's not too much. I, I like it for an afternoon uh, little, you know, give me a little of a boost to get to dinner that I can get to my workouts and stuff like that. That's that's when I like to drink my hangover. Yeah, dude. I mean, I drank it and I got to bed at 10, a.m., at 10 p.m. And I was very easily able to fall asleep by 6 a.m. So that's a good thing. <laughs> no, I fell asleep right away. Um, yeah. But, dude, I love a hangover. I was also on the plane playing Zelda on my Switch, which I brought with me. Shout out to Chris for giving me that idea, which should have been obvious. Mm-hmm. But, dude, I was thinking to myself, man, I wish I had a hangover. I'm almost surprised at this point that you're not traveling with your own case of them. I probably need to start. You just can't fucking bring yeah, you can't beverages. Bring them on, but you, we need to push to change that. Yeah, we do. We do. If you prove that you were well behaved and not a terrorist for enough years, you should be able to bring yeah, hangovers on planes. Especially if you like have global entry and shit. Yeah, exactly. You should be able to bring a hangover, dude. Yeah. Here's to put to being able to travel with hangovers. Yeah, that's it. Cheers, pal. <laughs> Cheers, we, dude. We love hangover. It's absolutely delicious. It's our drink of choice here on Oops the Podcast. If you're in New York City, they're selling them in Chelsea Market. That's it. They're amazing. We love the wake. Also, the essential flavor is amazing. I'm excited to try the recovery. Yeah. Um, it's just a good plant based, delicious beverage. Uh, good for hangovers, good for hanging, good for everything. Get mm-hmm. yourself a hangobi. Where can we get them? Hangobi.com. That's H-A-N-G-O-B-I.com. Use promo code Oops, I'm Hung. You'll get 30% off of your order. Shout out to my good buddy Hans, uh, who was saying that he and his wife, Audrey, are very excited to use the promo code to buy some hangobies. Well done, So I look Hans. forward to both of them doing that for themselves. Yeah. And give some to Wells, your son, your three-year-old son. I'm sure he'll enjoy. Who the fuck are these people? Slug it, dude, you, these are good people, goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it. I just... That's what a family. Okay. Hang Obi. <laughs> Go get some. God damn it. Well, dude, I, let's talk about you. So, I, and I really apologize that I didn't know this. I just didn't see it. I haven't seen you post it. So I just was unaware. But for you saying your ally song on to the Tim Dillon podcast. Yes. Which might be the biggest podcast that exists right now. Oh. It's up there in the um, comedy world. I think, well, obviously Rogan is bigger. Rogan's definitely Rogan, Rogan is, like, is but bigger. Rogan is it's like, dude. Rogan gets like ten million downloads an episode. What do you mean? Oh, yeah, Tim is the second highest earner on Patreon. Who's number one? It's like Schultz. No, it's a it's a, some kind of you know conspiracy. No, well, yeah, like a science podcast. <laughs> That's it. not right, but you know, like yeah, a how Gossie things Dyson. work kind of thing. I, yeah, I don't know exactly it, what it, it is. It, True crime. True crime. Okay. True crime obsessed. Okay. Um, pretty cool. So, so dude, Tim's number sick. two. So can you? So, like, should we dive into that trip and? Yeah, dude. 
my week you had a fucked up was week. ridiculous you had like a pete week dude i pete's life is like he f- he's constantly flying to things on a day in day out basis in a way that's like normal for him and to me that was like the sort of week that you had he had a very funny joke about his flying oh he did at the front of his show i remember that was the best joke i heard I from that him one. the one about like the pedophile stuff yes dude that I, was excellent <laughs> I, dude i was with him the night that he like forged the relationship with the guy who has the plane it's so funny that that has now become a bit just just for the record watch it first but i'll summarize his joke because it's worth repeating he said um I fly private a lot because I have a guy and it's he's he, he was like he opened it by saying I'm trying to figure out why how to do a joke about how all these people who took Epstein's plane we can't like blame them mm-hmm. and I thought he was going to go towards the path of like well if you have the opportunity to take a private jet who would ever turn that down regardless of who's offering it to you right but he went in a different direction and a much funnier direction <laughs> which is why he's much more successful than i am <laughs> where he said um you know i fly private a lot uh and i have a guy who is in the waste management business <laughs> who gives me free air you know private yeah. jet travel he just like lends me his jet or whatever which is in, insane. insane i had no idea that was the case yeah dude but then he said something like i fly with him and you know like i know he's the bad guy when, <laughs> when you fly commercial you have at least five pedophiles on that plane <laughs> yeah. whereas i only have one and i know it's him <laughs> like that's the guy and i'm looking at him it was it's, such a good joke it is good man so all right that's funny pete flies a lot this was not a Pete week. I was not flying private. I flew coach everywhere, which <laughs> n- not complaining, um, but just to want it. Cause I remember I was complaining a little bit about the business class flights we had to yes. Scotland and you sort of gave me a little bit of a, a ruler tap. <laughs> you gave, I was the bad boy at the Catholic school. You were the nun teacher. I did not give you giving a me a little tap. ruler tap on the wrist. <laughs> <laughs> easy there easy there francis easy there Hiawatha. mr ellis let's not uh forget ourselves so <laughs> let's not forget where we came from yeah gee i see that you're wearing a plover robe dude the ever clever plover robe squad coming out with great funny clever robes. it, it What's looks this one like called again that one's called the nar city blues nar city blues there are nar walls on here which i just learned about yeah. from francis and chris when i asked them what they were everyone loves a nar wall i've got uh <laughs> i've got the psychogelic on it's jellyfish and uh mushrooms psychedelics and boomers, dude. so pretty cool for me um <laughs> and i'll tell you what man wearing this makes me feel ready for vacation i know makes me feel ready for summer it's light and airy and perfect, and I'm. It's fun, and it, it's fun. It's and really it, fun. It also feels properly insulated. If you were to do the sort of Jackson Hole cabin yep. to hot spring, right? Sprint. Gotta get out have there. Enough. Gotta uh, get out there. And dude, this one's really sick too, bro. It's Francis Wedding Blue. Yeah, <laughs> you noticed. That's uh, it. It's got fitted. a hood. We got hoods. The hoods are fire. So hood, throw those hoods on and go up. Uh, a cop pulls me over right and says um and and finds a bag in my gym bag full of uh steroids and i could say these are not the roids that you're looking for <laughs> what what does that mean 
That's a Star Wars reference. Uh, what roids? So in the movie Star Wars, Luke Skywalker walks around with a hood on in his mm-hmm. Jedi outfit and says, these are not the droids you are looking ah, for. Okay. It might be Ben Kenobi, actually. I ah, got that. it. These it are not the dro- That's the famous line, though, because he does the Jedi mind trick. He says, these are not the droids uh, you are looking when for. When they're walking into the town to meet like Jabba or whatever, I think that's and he right. does the... Yeah. That'd be so and funny. it's after he's uncovered C-3PO and R2-D2. And uh, I just made it a joke where I said, these are not the droids that you are looking for. It is a very good one. I've seen Star Wars like 10 times. The fact that I wasn't able to pick up on it is pathetic. It wasn't a good enough or clear enough joke for (laughs) you to understandably have understood it. That's not on you. That's on me. Okay. But those are jokes that I like to make. Ones that confuse people. (laughs) I like living in that. Point is, Plover Robes. (laughs) They're sick. A lot of fun. Check out their YouTube channel. Check out their Instagram. They make the most incredible branded original content in-house that the world has maybe ever seen. Clover robes are great for drinking and selling all their drugs and throwing <laughs> cops off us and when you're doing Jedi mind tricks. Something like that. Something uh, get lines. yourself a Plover robe for the summer, folks. They're so fun. Go to their website. Cloverrobes.com slash oops. Promo code oops. Do them both. 20% off. This is a really fun. Dude, honestly, Plover robes are really fun, too, for like a bachelor party weekend. Oh, you get on. all of your bros a, pl- a plover robe. Mm-hmm. Like they're just a really fun item. Plover and bros. Plover bros do a plover party. Pretty good too. Yeah. Um, Ploverrobes.com slash oops. Promo code oops. 20% off. Get yourself some. They're super fun. So I flew, um, I flew out to uh, LA on Monday. I arrived in the evening. I was staying with uh, a, a gent who is one of the founders of, this very funny Instagram account, Friday Beers. I love those guys. Uh, the Barrett brothers, they also now are building a sort of, I don't know, you'd almost call it like a university of comedy uh, where they're bringing up young, hilarious creators, hiring some very funny people, Billy and Chet, uh, among others who I worked with, um, some great TikTok people. And they're just doing great stuff. Their office is amazing, very positive vibe. Um and uh, really excited to see what they're doing. Follow Friday beers. Okay, all of that aside, I I got in late Monday night. We went to bed Tuesday morning. Woke up very early to get to uh the film shoot for a Gillian Keith sketch with so Shane Gillis. Can you fill me in on what the status is? That it appears to be a large scale production now. Is it going yeah. somewhere? Uh, well, they Shane just believes in doing it right as does john mckeever the director and his it's the two of them yeah. are running the show and i know that the first time around they absolutely did but they were doing it in new york last time they did it all over. i mean they did it in oh, doing... philly right. new york but east coast mostly right yeah so these they didn't there's this is season two that they're creating mm-hmm. and they've done almost all of it these were the last two sketches which they were shooting in la but i think that was mostly because the sketches required certain set pieces that uh, could only be found in the L.A. area. Got it. And uh, it's incredible. I mean, the production value, the talent of the sound team. Shane is very smart. He really is. He's a very smart guy. It's almost intimidating to be around him. Yeah. Because you feel like you have to speak right. Yeah, he Otherwise, really he'll is. Pounce, he'll spot things or hear things that are 
silly or you know missteps and, right and, and just like judge you venomously you and viciously yeah bro bro he's special he's a special he dude. is and he'll crush you for it and see that you are crumbling and then he'll put an arm around you and tell totally. you that he loves you with that charming smile dude I'll which like, makes dude, I could you kiss you on the mouth right now yeah I? it makes you want his <laughs> approval and i'll tell you something it's amazing to watch the magnetism that he possesses over people yeah uh because it is so universal that that people do want his approval of them totally. um and you know anyway the point is we we shot we shot all day tuesday and i'm talking eight in the morning until 6 p.m yeah like a full production and it was hot yeah so that's an exhausting day yeah to be shooting all day finish that um, How was it? It was fine. I saw you do. I don't know if we're allowed to like. Well, no, they were posting it, but you were doing fight training, choreography. No, that was something different, oh. which I'm going to get to, and <laughs> okay, you're not going to believe. <laughs> sorry, because I still haven't told you. You haven't. This. No, no, no. So we shot all day Tuesday. That was great. Then I went and met with uh, a friend of mine that I'm working on a project with, and we wrote for a while, and then I uh, just went back and and went to bed. Because on Wednesday, we woke up again, and this time, I was staying in Venice, and I had to drive to Anaheim. And that is so far. From Venice, is it better than if you were in Hollywood? Uh, maybe. It was still an a hour and ten I minutes. Yeah, it's It was far. a long way. It's far. And it was like crossing from Connecticut to New Jersey at, yeah. during rush hour. So yeah, it was it was nuts. Uh, we shot all day Wednesday, and then I went to dinner early with the same gent that I'm writing with, as well as uh, a major like studio head person. Sick. So that was a big go? deal. We went to this place called the San Vicente Bungalows. It's like a gay version of Soho House. Cool. It's run by gay men. Cool. I think, and it is super cool. Is that a new thing, gay owned? I wonder. Like, <laughs> that's become like, okay, but anyway, so that sounds sick though. I did that dinner, <laughs> and then I went to the hotel that Shane and the whole crew were staying at and met them for a drink, and in walked Nate Diaz. The fighter? The MMA fighter who has beaten Conor McGregor. Yeah. And is universally recognized as being one of the most badass mofos on the planet yes. his face bears so much scar tissue that it it's almost like it's filled with silly putty <laughs> it's hard for him almost to express himself it, it would he seem. just looks like hellboy yeah yeah and that's not to say he's not a handsome guy no, no. he is but he just he just wears these scars proudly he's had his face busted up on so many occasions that it, you know it is yeah. it's just a Healing, so, healing the best it can. Yeah. So um, he walked in. Now, Shane had hung out with him, I think, uh, a month or two ago. And I know this because I recently did Matt and Shane's Secret Podcast, which is their podcast. Sick. And I did the episode that followed immediately um, his hangout with Nate Diaz, mm -hmm. on which he told the story of hanging out with him, which was very funny. And so because of that, I was particularly excited to hang out with Nate Diaz, to meet Nate Diaz, because uh, I'd been yeah. firsthand privy to the telling, the accounting of that original hang. Yeah. And because Shane knew him, Shane went and said hi, 
Nate Diaz with, with, with a bunch of his pals, his crew, all of whom are in the MMA world. Where's this hotel? It was the Roosevelt, the okay. Hollywood Roosevelt. And Nate invited us to come to dinner with him. Now, he is a vegan. And so we were going uh-huh. to this vegan restaurant called Crossroads, okay. which was excellent. And we had a private room. And we were drinking shots before we went. Was Nate drinking too? Big time. I love that for those people. Like, they just have such a... They can just drink as much as they want. Dude, this guy gets fucked up. (laughs) And I, from the moment... From the moment this plan materialized, I was so on board to... And I hate to use this term. Send it. What is that? I, I love, that's a good term. Man. I was ready instantly to see how deep the rabbit hole could go. Oh my god, I love to find story. myself uh, to 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 yes man my way through any substance. Any if he had offered me heroin, I would have done it. <laughs> it was from the moment this plan started clicking into place. <laughs> I I was like, I want to operate on his terms. I want to see the world from this side of of the lens. I will not be afraid. Uh, if they put me in a chokehold and want me to experience what it feels like to be to pass out, I'm willing. Um, I I just I just want to agree and imbibe and and accept and uh, consume along their lines. So, what was proposed? This is really well, exciting. You know, we we start at the hotel bar like shots of tequila. Okay, done. Then we get in the car. We're with it was me, John McKeever, Shane, and Ian Fidance. Mm-hmm. And Ian's sober, so it was great because he was the designated driver. Unreal. Unreal. So we drove to the restaurant. We park. We go in. Oh, and and uh, Gerber, who's another hysterical oh, guy, I know him. who's part of uh, Steve Gerber. Yeah, yeah um, part of those Gillian Keith sketches the squad. And we go in, and not to, not for nothing. The squad's a little nervous. We're a little nervous. Are you are you intentionally not telling us what's about to happen? No, we. What are we nervous about? We're nervous because it's Nate Diaz. You're just like this guy could snap at any moment. No, no, his clout, his okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. He possesses. You want him to like you? He's well, dude. He's like a mega celebrity. I mean, even yeah. from going from the hotel pool bar to the car, getting out of the car, going into the restaurant, fifteen people stopped him and asked him for photos. Wow! That's I mean, it was it was crazy. like he cannot go ten feet on the street without being asked for a photo. That's crazy. Dude, he's got five and a half million followers on Instagram. It's a lot. He makes ten million dollars a fight. I don't know what it is. He beat Conor McGregor, dude, it's and then amazing. Ba- almost beat him again in their rematch. Did he lose the rematch? Yeah, but it was. He was like a decision. Close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. He's never. I don't. He's never been knocked out, as far as I can tell. That's so sick to never have been knocked out. He's beaten, dude. He's like the scariest dude in the MMA <laughs> in the world. And you're he's the scariest man. In and the world. you're with him and his crew. <laughs> and he's hammered. His other, yeah, his other MMA guys. And you, you know, you see him start like jo- joking around, shadow boxing, and you're like, I'm gonna go to the fucking bathroom right now because he might turn me into a plaything. Yeah. And he'll just all of a sudden my elbows going to be over my head and my ankles going to be in my mouth and I don't know wh- how to, yeah. you know, what to do. He's going to fold you. Yeah. So, we're at this vegan restaurant. 
It's so funny. We originally set up the tables, but like nobody, none of our crew knows where we should sit. We're not sure if we should intersperse with his group. Nobody wants to sit too close to Nate because we don't want to seem presumptuous. But we also do want to be close to him because we want to hear what he's got to say. Totally. And, you know, so we kind of position ourselves and then someone's like, well, why don't we create a ring of the tables? So then this ridiculous sort of musical tables game starts where we're like rearranging the tables and nobody knows exactly how we should do it. Too many people are working on it. It's taking too long. and It's just a mess. But finally, we get it right. So now we're sitting family style. Meanwhile, they're ordering all kinds of things, ordering drinks, wine, all of this. And I'm like, oh, boy. I, you know, I don't know if I should. Am I am I splitting this? Like, this is going to be pretty bad. I was going to ask that, yeah. But of course, there's no chance. And I'll tell you why. Uh, because there were other people there who, I don't know exactly what they did, but they, it was just always known and presumed that they were going to be covering the bill. Right. And at, at one point, this guy came in with the maitre d' of the restaurant. And keep in mind, we're in a private room. Right. So it's like cordoned off. Uh, and I'm not going to say exactly what was happening, but I will say that there were some fun things that were being passed around that uh, <laughs> I was like, yeah, fucking throw it over here. No, it wasn't that. It wasn't that. It wasn't that. No, it was It was some boomers. Some boomers. Okay, okay. But I'm talking real boomers. Yeah. In a bag that was like, could have fed a family. Right, looking like kind of petrified wood. Yeah. Yeah. Stems yeah. and caps. And Sick. and I'm, I've never, I've only eaten these girly branded chocolate bar mm. mushrooms before. Damn, So dude. to go to the source, <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, crazy I was like, what jump. are we doing here? And I'm looking around, I'm like, What's, what should I do? And someone was like, take two stems. And I'm like, all right, I'll take two stems. So I took two stems. And Nate was like, eh, take four. You'll be, you'll be fine. I can't do the voice. Shane does the Did voice. Did you? No. Okay, good, I was good decision. Yeah, that's a good decision. But I was like, you know, I want to experience, as I said, the whole time. I was like, anything that comes my way, like imagine uh, you're in Japan, and you know how at some restaurants <laughs> they have those conveyor belts that come out with trays yes, of food? And the sushi and it stuff. It was like that. Anything that passed in front of me, I was willing like, to try. What's that? Yeah, this was just a night of experimentation. Fun, dude. So, um, oh, yeah, dude, that, dude, your oh, yeah, plover robe is so appropriate right my now. My plover robe <laughs> is uh, filled with mushrooms. <laughs> yeah, plover robes for tripping balls and hanging with the <laughs> UFC fighters in LA. Yeah. Now, keep in mind, <laughs> I'm now sitting. I'm seated next to a guy named Ernie Ernie Reyes, who is apparently an MMA legend. And I guess was one of the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. What? From like the 1980s what? movie. Ernie Reyes what? Jr. And I think he was also what? one of the surf ninjas. What? Dude, this guy's a legend. And I don't know who he is. So, yeah, that guy. He and he was so nice. Oh, wow. He was so nice. And I'm having a lovely side conversation with him. Because uh, there's no one universal conversation happening at the table. And. But I'm I'm having a great time talking to him. I'm telling him about how I want to start cutting for my wedding. What should I do? Um, Ernie's a great name. Ernie's yeah. What did he suggest? He was like, well, it's just it just comes down to running more and and uh, and eating the way you eat. And he asked me what I how much I eat and all of this. And he said you need to like eat less or something. I need to eat more frequently. Got it. More meals throughout the day. 
Um, and by the way, I'm <laughs> fucked up, but like, I'm trying to be. I'm I'm very good at maintaining just everything. everything. It's all blending together. Yeah, but I'm trying to maintain a semblance of presentability and. Uh, I, I'm I'm achieving that in my mind, guys. I want to really quickly mention France. France is a good time, dude. What, <laughs> <laughs> he really is. Like you expect, like he's in such good shape. You expect him to be the guy who's like, ah, uh, no, I have an early morning. He's not. He will never back down from a situation <laughs> like this. He is such a good time. It's insane. If you have him in the wild, he's down. It. it I appreciate that. I think that's generous. <laughs> there are definitely times where I'm not up for it and I'll cut out early and I will be the first person to leave. But on, on a night like this, when the stars align, you gotta. Uh, and I just know there's a story being built here. I will. I will go to the end. Totally. I'll go to the end of it. Totally. Dude, I really love my rule of threads. Rule threads. Of threads. The threads. Uh, I will never be caught dead traveling without them. And in fact, I do what I always do when I go on vacation, which is I bring uh, a Rule of Threads t-shirt mm. because just in case I decide to work out, I could theoretically work out using the Rule of Threads t-shirt. You sure could. It's the Swiss Army knife of life. <laughs> the Swiss Army life. Of, of shirts. Yeah. Um, not only that, but then like you can just use it for living your life as well. So it's like a really versatile item. Very nice. Solid on the plane. The joggers are solid on the plane. Uh, it's just clean, premium menswear basics. They make everything that a guy could ever want. Uh, we highly recommend you getting some for your significant other or for yourself. Mm -hmm. uh, and make sure you fill your closet with enough rule of threads that you never have to worry because you will be completely covered. Yeah, load up and don't delay. Today's the day, okay? <laughs> rule of threads. Eh? Um, <laughs> anyway, they uh, they really make really solid uh, apparel. And That's we suggest it. you get some. So if you go to ruleofthreads.com, use promo code OOPS, You'll get 15% off of your order. Uh, we look forward to hearing how much you guys love it. Go to rulethreads.com, promo code OOPS, 15%. Okay, so then, um, <laughs> you know, we're having a great time. At some point, a guy who, like, owns a hospital, which I didn't even know was possible, <laughs> comes in. The maitre d' brings this guy in, and he's like, this is this guy. He's a big fan. And I... Maybe Nate had been treated at this hospital okay. or something, but like Nate shakes his hand and I could be wrong, but I think that guy just paid our whole bill. The hospital guy. For like 24 people, a wow. stranger. But wow. I, I could be wrong about that. Uh, wow. Either way, it was, the guy Sick. was like, anytime you need anything, which, you know, means like surgery. <laughs> it's like come into the hospital and we'll treat you it's oh like, my god right. oh my goodness so that was wild and then we go shane decides to drop in at the improv to do a set which was very close by we walked to the improv uh shane goes up on stage and does a set which was to his credit because we had been really getting after it and he was still able to like keep it together enough to like murder which he always does mm -hmm. and then it was like 1 30 in the morning and everything was closed and we're sort of just walking around and we went to an abandoned liquor store no we went to a liquor store that was still, still with open. nate nate and his whole crew <laughs> wandering around a yeah. and we we walked into a liquor store we want we bought a bunch of cases of white claw because that's what he likes to drink Hell yeah. Lord Farclaw. Lord Farclaw. And here. we went behind the liquor store into an abandoned parking lot and we shotgunned White Claws. 
until three in the morning. Oh my god! And I mean white claws. Oh my god! Like we would do one. Twenty minutes would pass, and Nate would be like, "Who? All right, let's go again." And oh we would god. do another. And everybody's like popping it with their key and yeah. That is. I insane. was using my Delta X, Delta Amex uh, <laughs> reserve card. Using the perp. Yeah. And I drank, I don't know, four or five White Claws at one sip, which is really not fun. It, like, it gets hard. It's not that fun. Dude, it's crazy. It's like a challenge. It was so much malt liquor and whatever's in Ugh. those things and just so much, like, sweet, fake flavor and carbonation and... We did that. I was getting self-defense lessons from my pal Ernie Oh, Reyes. my God. That's who you were that's doing that That's what with? that was. That is so sick. At one point, there was this really steep hill that led up to the houses that looked over in the Hollywood Hills, and I bet that I could climb it, which I, I tried and I couldn't, uh, unfortunately. Oh my so my shoes were all torn up, and I had tons of <laughs> sand in my feet. You're just training now and i don't know it was just a night that was what it was just that it was That's just sick. dudes hanging out for no purpose other than to get fucked up together in a parking lot and it was awesome yeah that's sick. it was so fun yeah, that's so sick and finally i got in an uber i went home i passed out i woke up the next morning i had to take the uber i'd left my car at the hub at the hotel so i had to take the uber back from okay. venice back to the hotel in hollywood and that was an hour-long drive Oh shit! that made me so sick because I was so hungover and so fucked up that when I got to the hotel, I went into the bathroom and threw up. Oh, no. All that white cloth. Oh, my God. And then I went and I did Tim Dillon's podcast. Oh, my God. Actually, I'm even skipping steps. I went straight from throwing up to the guitar center to rent the keyboard, which I then brought to Tim Dillon's podcast, set that up, I mean, did the podcast, took the keyboard back to the guitar center, then raced to LAX, got there just in time to return my rental car, checked in. My flight was 45 minutes delayed. Horror, because I have a very tight connection in Salt Lake City oh to Milwaukee. God, so tight, in fact, that Delta just automatically rebooked me wow. on another flight out of Salt Lake City the next morning at 6 a.m., which was connecting in Minnesota on to Milwaukee. Oh. But somehow... I get on the plane. Our flight takes off. We're late. The The flight in Salt Lake, I we land in Salt Lake. I sprint through the terminal. They are holding it for us. We're the last people wow. on the plane. I make the connection. Oh my I arrive God. in Milwaukee at 2 in the morning. Oh, my God. Go to an airport hotel, check in, pass out, wake up at 7 a.m., go back to the airport, get a rental car there, drive to Aaron Hills Golf Course where they played oh the U.S. God. Open. <laughs> You are an animal. I played Aaron Hill's golf course <laughs> where I had shipped my golf clubs to. Oh, my God. Had an awesome time playing golf. Oh, my Shout God. Shout out Adam, who's the fucking man, played really well. Then drove they from- They paired you with a guy? It was just a fan who oh, had- cool. I was like, want to play golf. And I was like, yeah, dude, I'm actually going to play Aaron Hill's. And he hopped on my tee time. Unbelievable. And we had an awesome time. And then I drove two hours north from there to Appleton, Wisconsin, straight to soundcheck at the comedy club. Checked into the hotel, showered, then came back, headlined two shows. <gasps> then then I like went out. <laughs> what? With two fans from the show that you know. What? Um, you know uh fuck, 
uh, Rachel, I think her name is, and uh, her friend that you know, they dated each other. I'll tell you about it after. Okay. And and went and had like a drink with them, and then went back to my hotel, passed out, woke up the next day. Oh, I forgot. In the airport hotel She's that morning, crazy on Friday morning, <laughs> I'd gotten in at two a.m. Uh, I had to wake up at seven a.m. to do a radio hit on a local oh radio show God. to promote my shows show. in Appleton. Oh my God! Then went back to the hotel, rented the car, drove to the Aaron Hills, played the golf course, drove up to Appleton. Sound check, check in, two shows, pass out, wake up on Saturday morning, uh, finally had a somewhat chill day, two shows Saturday night, woke up early Sunday morning, had to drive two hours back to Milwaukee, got on my flight, and got home. Holy fuck. So that was my week. That's crazy. And that is the most difficult week I've ever had in my life. I'm not kidding. I got home on Sunday, and I walked in. And Sierra, I collapsed on the ground, and Sierra was like, "We need to rehabilitate this man." <laughs> Clear, boom. Yeah, I was a, I was a shell. Holy, I fuck, smelled dude. so bad. You cannot <laughs> pack enough clean clothes for a week like that. Yeah, because I'm working week. out a couple of times. Yeah, so my I have sweaty clothes. clothes in there. Golf clothes. I, I I've run out of socks. I've run out of boxers. I'm wearing, you know dirty bird dogs for the third time yeah francis like when i when we went to boston I, I was like shocked at how little you brought francis is a light packer which i respect i packed as much as i could yeah. but by the end of that trip you are just disgusted with yourself yeah yeah you're living in your own filth and squalor there's no end in sight you've just accepted that you have to get through it so was the nate diaz night just so sick though that it's like the same as when you like hooked up with the hottest girl you've ever hooked up with and you don't sleep, but you're like very able to go to work the next day because it was so sick. Yeah. Yeah. Like running on fumes of like the positivity. Of There's how cool adrenaline. Yeah. There's that kind of like delirium, which yeah. lends itself to adrenaline. Yes. It's yes. like you're so delirious that it, your, your tank is so empty yeah. that you're faking. You're like laughing. You're just crazy. Before you went on stage for the first show, was there ever a like, how on earth am I going to get through tonight? Or were you ready to rip? You'd already. I didn't golf, have a right? choice. <clears throat> right. When you, when you lay out an itinerary that I had, you don't have a choice. You've made your own bed at each stop totally. and you have to lie in it. And you just have to rise to the occasion. People have paid money to come see you. You have to deliver. Yeah. Um, you know, you've got a the, all of these things. There was there was no moment where I had a time to collect myself, and you just ride your own train until you can finally get off, and wow. your body then let set tells you like, "Hey, we're not up for that. That's not right. Good. What we just did there. Wow, dude, that's crazy. And like, yeah, I have like done so there occasionally like i'll be in a situation where like when i used to try to teach tennis hungover after like being out all night and like i'd step on court for that first lesson when i had like eight lessons ahead of me and i literally like want to start crying yeah but like you get through it and it's awesome you get through it <laughs> yeah your weekend your week was cool though like you didn't even have to golf no but you were just so you were just psyched to golf though you just love golfing i get it i 
<laughs> I had I had the whole Wisconsin thing booked before I had the LA thing booked. Yeah. All the LA stuff. And so when I booked Wisconsin, it was a it was a road weekend where I knew I was going to pass by a, a bunch of these world-class golf courses and I've become very fond of you know folding in some golf as I'm on the road only as of like this year. Um was I finally where my eyes finally opened to the fact that I don't just need to lie in a dark hotel room all day until the shows yeah start and it's just made my weekends a lot more fulfilling when I'm on the road totally uh and Aaron Hills is one of the is is legitimately one of the top four five golf courses I've ever played sick it's up there sick dude um and so uh no you're right I did not need to golf no but, but I wasn't saying like you shouldn't have golfed once, I was just impressed that you were once I had. <clears throat> Uh, the L.A. stuff booked, I wasn't going to cancel the golf, you know? Yeah. I was excited about it. Yeah. And it was, I think the the thing that helped me get through all of it was how carefully I planned everything out. So I, I was very early to book my rental car in L.A. and book my rental car in, in Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. I was very early to book my hotel in Mil- Milwaukee. I was very early to reach out to my friend, and ask if I could stay with him in LA. I I had I knew where I had to be and I had windows to to make it happen and it all did. And the making the connection in Salt Lake City that was huge was what kept the whole week from falling yeah, apart. Yeah. Because if I hadn't made that, I wouldn't have gotten to golf in Milwaukee. I would have been shattered from having to spend the night in an airport hotel in salt lake and then wake up at 4 a.m for a 6 a.m flight to minnesota with another layover and another leg on from there to milwaukee change my rental car time all that like it would have it would have fucked everything up so because okay i see what you're saying so like like no having all that stuff arranged and like being aware of it it took away a sort of element of anxiety that might have made that would have prevented you from having the energy to get through this week there was no guesswork i didn't have to figure anything out yeah i had already done everything i needed to do and then it was just a matter of getting to my places on time do you ever lean on your sort of like team to my manager my manager's assistant alex is the man and he uh puts together these really clean itineraries that list everything um so i do refer to that which is really really helpful um but yeah, man, I mean... Unreal, bro. You know, it was a hell of a week. Um, honestly, one of the coolest weeks I've ever had. I cannot wait to see these Gillian Keeves sketches. Yeah, dude. They're going to be an absolute treat. Dude, uh, Hill Doggis and I, we just really love HelloFresh, man. You guys are big fans, and so am I. It's just really good. And especially, like, I was talking to Hans about this, dude. I know I just keep talking about Hans. But hell? Hans loves HelloFresh, too, dude. What's this goddamn Hans guy? <laughs> Hans loves HelloFresh also, and he even we agreed upon the fact that it's really nice to not have to like worry about amounts of ingredients. That to me is the hardest thing. It's like lemon zest. I mean, that meant lemon zest might not even be a good example, but if you need like a specific amount of Parmesan cheese mm-hmm. that you don't want to grate, like they basically prep the entire meal for you with the specific measurements of all the things. The exact amount of cream you need for a roux. Just cuts down on the prep time and the amount of measuring and washing up and all that nonsense. Yeah, dude. And as I'm getting intimidating watch intimidated watching one of these like Instagram videos, you know the Italian lady who's like, 
you're going to make this food because you're gorgeous, just like the food. Have mm-hmm. you ever seen her? No. Hillary, Hillary loves her. But anyway, like it seems great. And then you go shopping for the stuff and you can't find any of it because right. you don't know shit. Right. That's why HelloFresh is amazing, dude. Uh, it's just really solid. They deliver fresh quality produce from the farm to your door in less than a week so you can savor summer flavors right from home. Dude, I made some kind of crazy like pasta primavera. All the vegetables delivered directly. Like it, It's amazing the things that I've... I've made multiple things at once that I've never made before. It's, it's making you a better cook. It's making me a cook. Yeah. I'm an Italian mama's boy, dude. Without my mommy there making food for me, there's no food to be eaten. <laughs> I have to buy it or call my mommy. And now I, 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 I still love my mommy, but I can make food myself now. Good That's for just... you, big boy. And, and it's cheap. HelloFresh is 72% cheaping than... Cheaping. So HelloFresh is 72% cheaper than dining at a restaurant. That is an extremely specific statistic, that too, is. which means it must be exactly accurately true. Right. It's, even, <laughs> it's even cheaper than grocery shopping, uh, and that's money that you can just put back in your pocket, Francis. Put it in there. You, <laughs> just put it in there. Put it in there. Uh, dude, it's the best. So go to HelloFresh.com slash oops16, the numerals, and use code oops16, the numerals, for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. Go to HelloFresh.com slash Oops16. Use code Oops16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. It says here that we have to repeat this three times. So I'm going to say it one more time. <laughs> it actually doesn't. I, I read that wrong. So I think that's the end of the ad, Francis. I think we did a great job. <laughs> Go to HelloFresh right now. Use the promo code and have a delicious meal. And uh, Big the w. episode is uh, on Tim Dillon's podcast. Is it on his Patreon? No, it's, How does that it's work? the public episode. Oh, so I, I, so I, I wasn't saying it like that. No, I, do you, do you, know do when you people, think that I took offense at what of course you just not, said? But I don't like when people do what I just did if it was what, if it was not what I was actually doing, which was I was just wondering. I didn't know if his entire podcast is behind Patreon. But when people will be like, for example, for me, they'll be like, oh, like you did the Netflix thing like for YouTube, right? They like do this thing where they like want it to be a worse version of what it is for oh. some reason. It's on, But it's on YouTube, right? No, no, it's not. Oh, so but but like I could like your name is like yeah. Oh, like you know that I hate that. I hate that. At some point, <laughs> you need to start celebrating your wins for yourself. I am. I'm aware, but it's annoying to have that negative energy but coming at you. Agreed, and I do. I, I, I do. I don't think that that detracts from your achievement whatsoever it doesn't i'm not saying that it does but i don't like and i i I know but i i I, I also think that your achievement and success is so undeniable that you that that if anything that's a compliment thank you it's another way for you to reiterate no actually i am front and center at the top of one of fang's companies (laughs) okay but it's not okay netflix aside just the general like question where then you ask a question hoping that whatever the story is is like the worst version of the story do you think that those people are hoping for that yes why because you can just tell because they're like competitive or jealous or something but like okay say you like hooked up with a victoria's secret model oh i hooked up with a victoria's secret oh no way dude really you guys like had sex though, or you just like kissed? <laughs> yeah. And then you're like, oh, we had sex. You're like, oh, wow, dude, really? 
But just only like once, right? Like you don't still. Talk and then to her, would right? someone be like, was she one of those like diet, you know, sort of <laughs> progressive models that they have? <laughs> like is she missing an arm? You know, it's probably one of those, right? I'm trying to think like she's tapping into their like injured fisherman demographic. <laughs> no, but okay, but it's it's more subtle than that. I'd be like, oh man, she was so hot when she was on the cover of Sports Illustrated. She's not like. I mean, does she still she look, look like that in person? Like, yeah. Does she look like that in does person? She still, you know what I mean? Like just those kind of, I know people like that and they don't even know that they're doing it and they don't mean that they're doing it, but it's an annoy. It annoys me when people do that. I, <laughs> I don't want you to be bothered by it. And I'm not saying that for any other reason than to tell you that what you did, it, because when we were talking about it, even you started to downplay your own achievement to what me. What are we even talking about? Oh Netflix, I think I think I said I said oh it's out or something. We were texting yesterday, and you had some text. I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was in sort of oh I don't I don't know the edit yeah and I was like stop. Oh, but had I watched it yet? I'm not sure. Okay, I forget. You said something that was sort of it was humble. I didn't say anything about the edit. I don't think. I don't yeah, remember exactly. Okay, you want me right. to go back and look? Should we? I'll look. Okay. But I, I, I yeah. Okay. You're right. I, I agree that one should not diminish their own accomplishments. Um, I get, so I get uh, shy sometimes and maybe it manifests itself in like me wanting to like downplay a thing like that or something. I don't know. I understand. Um, sorry. We text so sorry, much. Dude, I, dude, I also back. feel bad. I'll like send Francis these like big text and i can just picture him looking at sierra and be like man julio really sends confusing texts i can really send a big blue chunk <laughs> and a lot of time i'll be like dude i just don't even read that i'll just tell you when i see you so i apologize for that all right hold on dude so here's here's where we are um okay here's what it is i said okay. bro you're set this is so good First of all, it looks good. You look so sharp. Jokes are really tight. You said, I appreciate it, bro. So stressful to have no say in the edit and see it day of. Oh, yeah. Okay. I said, these bros are pros, LOL. <laughs> you go, ha, ha, ha. Oh, this is it. Okay. Well, okay. This goes on. I go, it's so good. Pretty sick, man. You go, nice of you, dude. I know it ain't anything too crazy, but it still feels good. Right, right, right. Okay. It is crazy. <laughs> You're wrong. Okay, okay. You're wrong. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Think about when we started You're right. It is. doing comedy. It is, dude. Yeah. Think I know, about. It. I know. Stop. I would have been thrilled. Do I this know. exercise. I know. Okay. Walk down it. memory let's lane. Do let's do it. We started out. Yes. You were teaching tennis. Dude, there was a moment to the to for as part of this exercise in like 2009 where I was like if I ever like get on TV doing stand up like I'll be I'll be feel happy and I can die happy. Right. I I had that thought at one point in my life. So we're starting out comedy. Okay. 10 years ago, yes. 12 years ago, whatever the hell it is. Yeah. Doing open mics in New York City. Mm -hmm. There are a thousand, if not 10,000 other comedians that are at our level. Mm -hmm. Right? We're all just bottom feeders. Yeah. <laughs> staring up, occasionally buying tickets at the comedy cellar and going in and thinking, my God, I can't even connect the dots between right. where I'm at right now and these masters of the universe that I'm watching on stage. Right. Oh God, Chris Rock's dropping in. There's Louis C.K. Mm -hmm. Aziz is on fire. Holy shit. Amy Schumer. These people. My God. Right? Years progress. 
few wins here and there. You had some early wins in your career. Mm -hmm. That MTV show, mm -hmm. that must have been a little bit wild. It was, yeah. Because then you have those, and then, you know, it's not, you think, well, have I turned a corner? And then maybe it doesn't. And you had not. And it turns it doesn't, out your not, life yeah. is not at that level yet. You have mm -hmm. to keep earning it back. Mm -hmm. And it's years and years and years, right? Mm -hmm. And you're doing commercials, you're grinding, you're doing great. We start the podcast, finally get to a point where we can like pay our living, mm -hmm. you know, pretty comfortably and live comfortably and have consistent income. But we still, I think neither of us have still had that crowning, universally recognized comedy moment. Maybe you have, and I don't mean I had to speak not. for no, you. No, I hadn't. I hadn't. Where it's a branded, top of the line mm -hmm. Rolex of comedy credit. Mm hmm. And all of a sudden, <laughs> there's Julio. Ba bum. The Netflix chime. He's on there. The smoky sort of camera view. Yeah. Lots of different camera views. Being introduced, Pete Davidson, credits roll. You know, Julio Gallarati walking on stage, million dollar smile. <laughs> That's crazy yeah, you're right you're right from where we were you're right and i say we because i'm i'm celebrating your accomplishment for myself yeah, i'm you. sitting thank next you. to you the guy on netflix I, <laughs> this dude, is a win very, for me that's very sweet that's it's very crazy sweet. yeah you're right you're right and you need to go get fucked up <laughs> i want you to go have you gotten fucked up since it came out i have not yet, we should no. go we should go get fucked up should we get fucked up this weekend are you here uh yeah let's go get fucked up yeah i'm here this weekend i'm down sierra's away on on her bachelorette party oh yeah Still dog going on going to, yeah. the girls are away <laughs> we're getting real fucked up are you guys around there was ah, the boys are away Bastards. so the then the old men the old we're gonna men. go okay. we're gonna get we're gonna get banged okay. up I'm friendo down. I'm down. and it's all gonna be it's gonna get the, the conversations are gonna get more and more like self-congratulating Okay. <laughs> okay. And it's all going to be just we're going to we're going to tap glasses probably 400 times. I like that. And each time it's going to be kind of more and more asserting how much you've achieved. Uh, it's very Until nice. by the end of the night you're going to be actually uh, annoying to be around. <laughs> Cuz you'll have drunk your Kool-Aid so Let's much. Let's watch it again, dude. And people are like, "Dude, this guy." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Someone bring it up on their phone. What's the Wi-Fi password in this bar? Who's got the Netflix app? I'm going to be showing people in the bathroom at the urinal. Like, yeah, Yo, you want to see a fucking hilarious oh, joke? That's that guy out there that I'm drinking with. I'm going to bang him later. Dude, that's very nice, man. That was very... That that's was a wild crazy, ride. Julio. It's Thank crazy. You. Thank you, dude. I tried to tell you in the text messages, but... No, you did. I appreciate it. You gave me a nice, tough talk. It is nice, dude. It's I, just... It's just comedy. I like so many things, I think. Like, so many careers is... One where by the time you've achieved something, you've already set your sights on the next thing. Mm -hmm. And there's always somebody who's ahead of you. So you lose sight of your own benchmarks. Yeah, yeah. And uh, whether you're in finance, you know, it's getting that first whatever, let's call it a $100,000 Christmas bonus, at which point you see that your colleague got a 200000 or $500,000 one, so it seems like pennies yeah. to you, right? Or... um. I don't know. I don't know what you guys do, but but my God, we have to take moments to bask in your achievements because if you don't, you lose the joy of doing what you're doing. That's true. That's true. Those are the 
the moments where you just have to take a breath and say, what, you know what? I'm going to go out tonight and I'm going to buy a fucking bottle of champagne at dinner to start or whatever it is, (laughs) you know, start at your house and like get something really nice and just get fucked up and be proud of yourself and let others be proud of you. And, uh, because we don't know, we don't know when the next ship will come in. That could be it, dude. But even if it were, it's okay. It, it's okay. I, I, I know. I and, yeah. and you had children five years from now and you had to leave the industry and do something else because you were either tired of it or, you know, you had financial needs that were not being met by this, you know, God mm-hmm. forbid, whatever. And 15 years from now or 10 years from now, your kids were old enough and you could say, I was a comedian once. Mm-hmm. Here's proof. <laughs> right. Here's my 10 minute set on netflix which will certainly still be around in 15 years i certainly think they're doing pretty well seems like they will be that is when my dad would show me pictures of him playing lacrosse or football in high school and say like i scored four touchdowns this day Mm -hmm. and i'd say oh come on dad (laughs) you know you have a moving proof of your achievement which you will be able to show your children it's undeniable it's a letterman set it's right all right. that yeah thanks dude that was very good that am is, i wrong that almost team? deserves a clap dude yeah let's <laughs> clap it up for julio <laughs> well, if you're at home generally clap speaking, for the kid thank you man and and, and and that goes for all of you listening too you know you get your bonus you get a promotion you graduate from graduate school you get health insurance anything whatever it is it's Enjoy life it. does not just have to be as my friend puts it a race to the grave <laughs> if you've got all of your achievements lined up and you by the time you get something you're already on to the next one seeking that and just busting your ass man yeah take a second to say i've hit a checkpoint <laughs> I've, i'm I've, I've i've i'm breathing i'm breathing different air at yeah. this level yeah that's and uh take a picture of yourself whatever it is you need to do uh, and be proud of yourself, man, because life is too fucking short not to be. That's for sure. It's very, dude. It's very nice. It's, yeah, you're All right. right. You're Ser- right. Sermon over. No, you're right, dude. You're right. Hey, Francis. Hi, Julio. After years of getting ripped off, <laughs> getting your face ripped off. <laughs> After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by quote big wireless providers. Big. If we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. There is. So when I first heard that Mint Mobile offers premium wireless starting at just 15 bucks a month, I thought, what's the catch? What could it be? But after talking to them, using their service, it simply all made sense. There isn't one. None. Mint Mobile's secret sauce, Francis, is that they're the first company to sell wireless service only. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet, sweet savings Directly to you, the consumer. Cutting out the middleman. Mint Mobile, dude, super solid. You could be saving a ton of money using it. Yeah. For anyone who hates their phone bill, Mint Mobile offers premium wireless for just 15 bucks a month. And all plans come with unlimited talk and text plus high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Switch to Mint Mobile and get premium wireless service starting at just 15 bucks a month. To get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, and to get the plan shipped directly to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com slash oops. That's mintmobile.com slash oops. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash oops. I was genuinely and purely 
happy for you. Thank you. I almost fear that I was happier for you than you were for yourself. <laughs> and that's what I came to say today. <laughs> Thank you. Dude. Like, God damn it. I do, I've, of course, I'm, I was happy. I, you know, I, I get scared that it's going to be this become this like, I don't know. I don't even know what it is. I can't even put it into words. I get it. But I don't want to like carry on, you know, I don't know. It's also, you know, I don't, I, I, do, I don't know what the fuck I was thinking, but you're right. Everything you said, you're correct. Think about this. I appreciate it. From this day forward, <laughs> when a host whispers to you as you're about to take the stage, how do you want me to introduce you? You can say Netflix. That is nice. And it's not some, you know, fake ass writing credit. You didn't write one joke on like a roast. No offense to those people. You didn't do, you were front and center performing stand-up on netflix yeah introduce yeah. me what do i say netflix shout out to pete dude yeah 100 percent. um sure shout out to pete but also shout yeah. out to you shout out to julia thank you dude. it's very nice that's sick very good very cool well, all right well lots more lots more coming on thursday i have so much more to talk to you about uh appreciate you letting me have you thank know. you for the pep talk and I by the way appreciate it my recounting of my time in L.A., I think that's the fastest I've ever talked on the podcast. Yeah, it was. It really was. <laughs> <laughs> the whole time. Francis is ripping through the story. <laughs> that's the quickest I've ever gotten through anything. There's so much going on in that, that story. It's a crazy fucking week, dude. Yeah. yeah. Um, Ryan, what do you got for us? We got to unmute Ryan. Ryan, we got oh, the facts with Ryan. Check, check in. Just a couple facts. So you mentioned distance. Venice to Anaheim is one hour flat. Hollywood to Anaheim is 57 minutes. Okay. Interesting. Good. Uh, Nate Diaz makes about $2 million per pay-per-view event on average. Some events he makes more. And then Girl With No Job, her name is Ca Claudia Oshry. She was born in New York City. She's 27. She went to NYU. She's a, <laughs> she's a comedian and author, and she is three siblings and those are her sisters wow <laughs> wow is her address on there too <laughs> I'm, I'm joking. pretty good uh, ryan very very comprehensive thank you, ryan this is why uh you know he's in the fucking hot seat over here thank yeah you, ryan thank you chris congratulations to chris as well for the netflix thing very sick yeah chris that is pretty fucking sick too everything i said for julio goes for you too seriously yeah. man you were in the fucking room it's awesome it's a chris great piece of work that you put together Dude, Chris, yeah, dude, Chris was, Chris think about, think had, about, Chris could have sold his footage for a million dollars to TMZ. Totally. Of she who shall not be named. Oh. <laughs> I watched him hand the card over. He has not kept hung on to it. Interesting. <laughs> I still have, I still have everything. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Damn. It's Damn. in my hard drives. Don't, I'm not, yeah. Pretty okay. sick. sick. Pretty sick. And Chris, uh, I think you should also do the same exercise, which is to uh, take a look back at where you were, you know, three, four years ago, and then put yourself back in that room and look at the footage you have of these world leading uh, creators and, and talents and celebrities. And uh, I mean, it's a testament to you. You put yourself there. So pretty sick. Thank you. Yeah. Right on, dude. Ryan, someday put, you and me. Put her there. We'll, uh, we'll get something worth celebrating. Just got to keep trying. Keep the faith, my friend. Someday we'll be, you know, linking arms with these two goofballs. 
Um, All right. Uh, what do you got? That's Oops the Podcast, a celebratory episode. Um, let's see. I'm in uh, Washington, D.C. metro area at the Arlington Draft House, July 22nd and 23rd. I hope so many of you will show up there. Tickets for that are available at FrancisEllis.com, and uh, that's all for now. Cool. And, okay, I'm going to be in uh, the Tampa area, July 14th through the 17th, uh, Thursday, Friday, or sorry, Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday in Wesley Chapel, Florida at Side Splitters, Friday in St. Petersburg at Side Splitters. Tickets on my website. Uh, and then also July 28th in Seattle at the Crocodile. I hope to see you guys there.